Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any other injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, grace, and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founder's Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that does include historical documents from the Founder's era. Truly is an absolutely incredible Bible for you and for your family, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 255. We are in our fifth day in week 51, and can you even believe that next week is our last week? Wow. (laughs) I am still taking all of that in right now, and it's a lot. I am just like bursting with joy and awe and excitement and uncertainty of what I'm going to do next year, (laughs) right? Maybe I'll do, I'll read a different translation. Who knows? We'll see what's around the corner. We'll see what God wants to place in my heart for next year. We've got plenty of time, right? (laughs) Well, if you've just found the podcast and you're like, wait a second, next week is the last week. Well, I mean, it is. Um, And, but that's okay. doesn't mean that you can't absolutely join in today, right? You're here. Um, You obviously wanted to find a podcast that was doing something like this, reading the Bible in a year and here's one. And I'm just so grateful that you landed here, right? So you can jump in, you can finish out um, the rest of this time, right? And you can absolutely just say, you know what, I'm here and I'd rather just start at the beginning and just go to the day one right now, right? It, it, it's all good. Really, either way, you you are totally, totally winning, okay? So I'm just so grateful to have you. And here we go. For all of you who have been here throughout this year, great job right? I mean, great job, way to stay committed to this and open to the process of transformation from the living word of God. Thank you so very much. All right, today we are going to be reading Job 24 through 27 and Revelation 17. Job chapter 24, Job says, God seems to ignore wrongs. Why are times not stored up by the Almighty, and why do those who know him not see his days? Some remove the landmarks, they seize and devour flocks, they drive away the donkeys of the orphans, they take the widow's ox for a pledge, they push the needy aside from the road, the poor of the land are made to hide themselves altogether. 
Behold, as wild donkeys in the wilderness, they go forth, seeking, seeking food in their activity, as bread for their children in the desert. They harvest their fodder in the field, and glean the vineyard of the wicked. They spend the night naked, without clothing, and have no covering against the cold. They are wet with the mountain rains, and hug the rock for want of shelter. Others snatch the orphan from the breast, and against the poor they take a pledge. They cause the poor to go about naked without clothing, and they take away the sheaves from the hungry. Within the walls they produce oil, they tread wine, presses but thirst. From the city men groan, and the souls of the wounded cry out, yet God does not pay attention to folly. Others have been with those who rebel against the light. They do not want to know its ways, nor abide in its paths. The murderer arises at dawn, he kills the poor and the needy, and at night he is as a thief. The eye of the adulterer waits for the twilight, saying, No eye will see me, and he disguises his face. In the dark they dig into houses, they shut themselves up by day, they do not know the light. For the morning is the same to him as thick darkness, for he is familiar with the terrors of the thick darkness. They are insignificant on the surface of the water. Their portion is cursed on the earth. They do not turn toward the vineyards. Drought and heat consume the snow waters. So does Sheol, those who have sinned. A mother will forget him. The worm feeds sweetly till he is no longer remembered. And wickedness will be broken like a tree. He wrongs the barren woman and does no good for the widow. But he drags off the valiant by his power. He rises, but no one has assurance of life. He provides them with security, and they are supported, and his eyes are on their ways. They are exalted a little while, then they are gone. More, moreover, they are brought low, and like everything gathered up. Even like the heads of grain, they are cut off. Now, if it is not so, who can prove me a liar and make my speech worthless? Bildad says, man is inferior, chapter 25. Then Bildad and then Bildad the Shuite answered, Dominion and all belong to him who establishes peace in his heights. Is there any number to his troops, and upon whom does his light not rise? How then can a man be just with God? Or how can he be clean who is born of woman? If even the moon has no brightness, and the stars are not pure in his sight, how much less man, that maggot, and the son of man, that worm. Job rebukes, Job rebukes Bildad, chapter 26. Then Job responded, What a help you are to the weak! How you have saved the arm without strength! What counsel you have given to one without wisdom! What helpful insight you have abundantly provided! To whom have you uttered words, and whose spirit was expressed through you? the greatness of God. The departed spirits tremble under the waters and their inhabitants. Naked is Sheol before him, and Abaddon has no covering. He stretches out the north over empty space and hangs the earth on nothing. He wraps up the waters in his clouds, and the cloud does not burst under them. He obscures the face of the full moon and spreads his cloud over it. He is inscribed he has inscribed a circle on the surface of the waters, at the boundary of light and darkness. The pillars of heaven tremble, and are amazed at his rebuke. He quieted the sea with his power, and by his understanding 
he shattered Rahab. By his breath the heavens are cleared, his hand has pierced the fleeing serpent. Behold, these are the fringes of his ways, and how faint a word we hear of him. But his mighty thunder, who can understand? Job affirms his righteousness. Chapter 27. Then Job continued his discourse and said, As God lives, who has taken away my right, and the Almighty, who has embittered my soul? For as long as life is in me, and the breath of God is in my nostrils, my lips certainly will not speak unjustly, nor will my tongue mutter deceit. Far be it from me that I should declare you right. Till I die, I will not put away my integrity from me. I hold fast my righteousness and will not let it go. My heart does not reproach any of my days. The State of the Godless Many my enemy be as the wicked, and my opponent as the unjust. For what is the hope of the godless when he is cut off, when God requires his life? Will God hear his cry when distress comes upon him? Will he take delight in the Almighty? Will he call on God at all times? I will instruct you in the power of God. What is with the Almighty I will not conceal? Behold, all of you have seen it. Why then do you act foolishly? This is the portion of a wicked man from God, and the inheritance which tyrants receive from the Almighty. Though his sons are many, they are destined for the sword, and his descendants will not be satisfied with bread. His survivors will be buried because of the plague, and their widows will not be able to weep. Though he piles up silver like dust, and prepares garments as plentiful as the clay, he may prepare it, but the just will wear it, and the innocent will divide the silver. He has built his house like the spider's web, or as a hut which the watchman has made. He lies down rich, but never again. He opens his eyes, and it is no longer. Terrors overtake him like a flood. A tempest steals him away in the night. The east wind carries him away, and he is gone. For it whirls him away from his place, for it will hurl at him without sparing. He will surely try to flee from its power. Men will clap their hands at him, and will hiss him from his place. Revelation 17 The Doom of Babylon Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and spoke with me, saying, Come here, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed acts of immorality, and those who dwell on the earth were made drunk with the wine of her immorality. And he carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast full of blasphemous names, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was clothed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a gold cup full of abominations and of the unclean things of her immorality. And on her forehead a name was written, a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints, And with the blood of the witnesses of Jesus, when I saw her, I wondered greatly. And the angel said to me, 
Why do you wonder? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was, and is not, and is about to come up out of the abyss and go to destruction. And those who dwell on the earth, whose name has not been written in the book of life, from the foundation of the world, will wonder, when they see the beast, that he was, and is not, and will come. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits, and they are seven kings, five have fallen, one is, the other has not yet come, and when he comes, he must remain a little while. The beast which was and is not is himself also an eighth and is one of the seven, and he goes to destruction. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but they receive authority as kings with the beast for one hour. These have one purpose, and they give their power and authority to the beast. Victory for the Lamb These will wage war against the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them, because he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with him are the called and chosen and faithful. And he said to me, The waters which you saw where the harlot sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw and the beast, these will hate the harlot and will make her desolate and naked and will eat her flesh and will burn her up with fire. For God has put it in their hearts to execute his purpose by having a common purpose and by giving their kingdom to the beast until the words of God will be fulfilled. The woman whom you saw is the great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. And those were our readings for today. A little heavy, right? This part of Revelation can weigh on us a bit. But we are believers in Jesus. We are safe because of his blood over us. And we can rest in that truth. And we can know that we will be those who are with him who are called and chosen and faithful. That's on us. To continue to choose to walk this life with Christ and to let others see Jesus within us. We can do this. We are doing it each and every day. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, Please continue to fortify us with strength and courage so that we may be reflections of your son, Jesus, to everyone who we come across. No matter what we face, whether that be judgment or criticism or uh, insulting words or uh, maybe it's even the opinions of others about ourselves that we might be thinking that they're thinking, right? Please just continue to give us the strength and the courage to be the light of Christ on this earth 
because we do not know when this time is. We do not know when the end is. Only you do, Lord. And all we can do in service of you is to proclaim the goodness of who you are. We ask for that ability. We ask for the perseverance. We ask for the faith to do that for you. We say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. I cannot believe that we will be starting our final week next week. Wow. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.